This is an energy sport podcast. Insightful, in-depth and entertaining sports content from Napier to you. This is an energy sport podcast covering the British and Irish Lions Tour of South Africa 2021. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Lions Tour podcast on energy sport. Well, they bounced back spectacularly after that narrow defeat to South Africa A a couple of weeks ago. But they bounced back in style with the Lions beating the Stormers 49 to 40, 49 to not even 43, 49 to 3. And an absolute drubbing of the DHL Stormers. And in that last podcast, we looked ahead to our starting lineup, which I'm pleased to say, gentlemen, we got about 50% right, didn't we? I think we got seven. Yeah, not bad. And I mean, if you include the substitutes, I think it's looking more like 60%. So not bad at all. Mm, yes, indeed. I think we actually did better than Sam Warburton. I know we certainly did better than Matt Dawson. Oh, yeah, we definitely did better than Matt Dawson. So um, I think we'll be getting a, a job offer from BT Sport anytime soon. That would be absolutely lovely, to be honest with you. I would very much enjoy that, BT. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll take Jake Humphrey's role during the Champions League, if that's it. Uh... Uh, I've already reserved that spot for myself once Gary Lineker's left. Thank you very All much. Right, well, I'll take Daryl Curry's place in Europa League then. I'll work my way up. And of course, before the last game, the Lions had a bit of a boost in fact, in the, in the guise of the almost miracle recovery of the man who was originally intended to be captain of the team. Alan Wynne-Jones returned to the squad and even played about 25 minutes in the last game and has been named in the starting 15 for the first test against the Springboks. Yeah, it's uh, it's fantastic to get Alan Wynne-Jones back. He was picked as captain all the way back in May and it's fantastic just to get him back. Conor Murray did a great job as interim captain and it's a just a superb it's a monumental comeback just in time for the first test. I think it's a massive boost, yeah. It's it's just like it's the captain, isn't it, it's to come back. Obviously there are doubts over whether possibly be detrimental to the squad if he's not fully fit. But I think, you know, the old expression goes, Nobody knows your bo- your body better than yourself so he'll know what he can give. I don't know if he'll see out the whole eighty minutes, but to be honest, if he's come back for this, I think it'll be a hundred percent. You know, there may be something in the back of his mind when it comes to committing a tackle or doing something, obviously with the shoulder injury. But I think it'll be fantastic. To be honest, I think it's just such a boost for the squad to have him back, and I guess better late than never. Just before this, eh? Mm. Certainly, watching the game against the Stormers, he did take two or three several huge hits on that shoulder. It didn't seem to wince at all. So, hopefully, good news on that front for the very popular and very experienced Welshman now in his. Fourth line tour. I think as well, isn't it? It's a, you talk about ability of a player, but the experiences is just important. Yeah, Alan Munjoz, this will be his fourth tour. Obviously, he played against South Africa in 2009. They obviously failed. He'll be wanting to end his career with a bang, and he'll be wanting to get this test series uh, in the bag. And as captain, it'll be a fantastic send off. Mm, it will 
indeed. So let's have a look at who else is in the squad. Do we, as we said, I think we got quite a few people right in the in our starting fifteen predictions. The starting fifteen for the first match against South Africa on Saturday is Stuart Hogg, Anthony Watson, Elliot Daly, Robbie Henshaw, Duhan van der Merva, Dan Bigger, Ali Price. Wynne Jones, Luke Cowan-Dickey, Tyg Farlong, Maro Itoji, Alan Wynne-Jones, Courtney Laws, Tom Curry and Jack Conan. The replacements being Ken Owens, Rory Sutherland, Kyle Sinclair, Craig Byrne, Hamish Watson, Connor Murray, Owen Farrell and Liam Williams. What do we make of that starting 15 then? I'm happy we got seven of the starting 15 correct. That's um, <laughs> nice to see. It's a strong team. It's, yeah, Stuart's absolutely correct. It's a strong team, very versatile, lo- a, a large variety of skills in the backs and the forwards. It's a really strong team, and I think it's going to be a great first test. Mm, certainly, a lot, of, a lot of people, us included, have been surprised to see perhaps Ali Price starting at ninth. We were certainly... That's not one that we expected to see, is it? No, we predicted Connor Murray uh, on the basis of that he was captain, but we we did put a wee asterisk against that one, didn't we, Stuart? Mm. Yeah, because we weren't, we weren't 100% sure what the situation with Alan Jones was going to be. But uh, it is to note that Ali Price is the first Scot to start scrum half since Roy Laidlaw all the way back in 1983. So that's 38 years since a Scot has started at Scrum Half for the Lions in the Test Series. That's fantastic. Let's keep the theme going with Scott for the minute. Stuart Hogg starting at 15. He's never in doubt. Um, A little bit. I think Warren Gatlin's made the correct decision at the end of the day. I think... Uh, there is a possibility of Liam Williams starting, but uh, he's been put on the bench for more of an impact player later on. But is to note, once again, Stuart Hogg will be the first Scotsman since Gavin Hastings in 1993 to start at fullback for the Lions in a Test Series. You're, you're knocking the stats out so far today, Stephen. Of course, we've also got, keeping it with the Borderers on theme now, We've got Rory Sutherland on the bench, which um, him and Stuart Hogg both went to the same primary school, and and I suspect high schools as well, when they were younger. Hoyk have been very happy to have two lines being produced by their schools. Uh, Another Scot named in the starting 15 is Duan van der Merva. That's another one that's not wholly unexpected with the way that he has been playing recently. Uh, uh, a lot of people would probably think this is a little bit of a surprise for Duhan van Amerva to make it on to the starting uh, squad. I mean, Josh Adams has had a fantastic tour. Also, Liam Williams could have possibly put him a wing. Struan, we had a small conversation about this uh, earlier on, didn't we? Yeah, we were talking earlier on about you know, was it the right call? And of course, he's going to be the one coming up against Colby of South Africa, who some people would say probably is the best rugby player in world in world football at the moment. I'm so sorry, in the world at the moment. <laughs> um, 
So I think that'll definitely be interesting. Vandermeer has had a really good competition. Obviously, we've watched him quite a lot as well. Being Scottish, had a really good Six Nations as well. It's it's not really it's not really one I'm disappointed with. Obviously, we didn't have him in our prediction, and in that sense, I'm a bit gutted we got it wrong. But I'm I'm really happy for him in this opportunity, and I think it'll be a really interesting game for him. Of course, it's, it's a really good opportunity for him as well to stake a claim in that team for permanent for permanent for good. Interestingly, we talked about the battle for the, that that. Uh number 11 jersey being between Josh Adams and Dion van der Josh Adams isn't even named on the bench. Would you expect to see him perhaps in the second test, considering how well he's performed on this tour so far? I think it just goes down to if there's injuries and the other would be if Gatlin changes things up, how does Duhan van der and Anthony Watson... How do they play? Uh, you would, I, I think you'd expect Josh Adams to possibly make it into number 11 in the second or third test if Gatlin changes things up. It just matters on Duhan van der Merwe's performance. Obviously, Ches and Colby is a f- fantastic rugby player, especially on the wing. So I think we'll just have to wait and see for that one. Some of the other positions up and down the squad uh, starting at number 12 we've got Robbie Henshaw there is that that's uh, something, something that we didn't predict Predict actually we said we said we would have Bundiaki at 12 yeah uh, I think we may have actually overlooked Robbie Henshaw he's a fantastic rugby player uh, I, I think I'm a little bit of surprised Robbie Henshaw playing 12 and st- instead of his sort of traditional 13 he normally plays for Ireland um, but he has played well he had a bit of an injury that cut him out for a few games but uh, good luck to him and uh, Elliot Daly will be accompanying him in the midfield as well which is quite a big surprise me and Struan talked about that a little bit didn't we Struan? Yeah we weren't 100% sure with that call it definitely wasn't one that we had predicted. Who um who did we have at thirteen? Was it Harris? We had Chris Harris down yeah, for thirteen. Yeah, we had Harris. That was a a bit of a shock for that one. But I mean, again, you've just got to back what Gatlin does, I suppose, in this first match. Yeah, I mean, we were really surprised that El- um Chris Harris didn't get picked for thirteen, but I think Elliot Daly's kicking puts him ahead of Chris Harris just. I think both players are very, very good, but I think Elliot Daly just nudges ahead just a little bit with his kicking game, and uh, I think he'll be taking the big kicks, the long, soaring kicks, uh, on Saturday. So you're, you're anticipating quite a big, uh, big kicking game then, Stephen. Do you think that? Do you think that's something that will work against South Africa, or do you think that's something that they're going to have to adapt over the course of the game? depending on how South Africa come out and play. I, it will definitely be a kicking game. I mean, you've got Faf de Klerk and his box kicking is... You know, he does it so much during the game. Uh, you've got Henry Pollard's kicking game, which has been deemed one of the best in the world by many pundits. Damien Dialandi at 12 as well. you also got Willie LaRue, who's got a f- fantastic kicking game for Wasps the Premiership, Cheslin, Colby it's going to be a kicking game lots of airtight battles and I think that's why Gatland has went for Anthony Watson and Stuart Hogg 
playing at 14 and 15. And I think that's why, going back to sort of a midfield sort of discussion, that's why Elliot Daly gets ahead of Chris Harris due to his kicking game. Mm. Uh, Another position we talked about, and this is one that we got right, was number 10, Dan Bigger. We'll start at 10. Is that a surprise? Or is that clearly not a surprise to us gods of predicting? But how do, how do you think he's going to fare against South Africa? Uh, yeah, Dan Bigger was a complete shoe-in. If there was one position, I was absolutely certain it was Dan Bigger. Unfortunately, Finn Russell picked up an injury, so he didn't have much competition, but he has played fantastically. Uh, Dan Bigger is going up against Andre Pollard for sort of attacking footwork games are very similar, sort of flat passes rather than deep. So quite a similar game plan, I think, is going to happen between those two tens. So, um, yeah, that's all I have to say about the sort of fly-half game. Uh, and positions and positions now that we got, well, I think the only word is spectacularly wrong, uh, when we were making our prediction with the exception of Tig Furlong at three were was the, the fronts one, two and three positions where they've named where Warren Gatland has named Wynne Jones, Luke Cowan Dickey and Tig Furlong at one, two and three respectively. We had Rory Sutherland and Ken Owens in there. Why do you think Warren Gatland's gone with Cowan uh, with Cowan Dickey and Wynne Jones? Why has he disagreed with us? What could he possibly know that we don't? Uh, yeah, Wynne Jones has had a, he, for a good amount of years, had a fantastic few Six Nations. And looking at Luke Kyle and Dickey, he's, a, he's had a fantastic tour. Uh, and especially in that Stormers game, in the first half, every single turnover by the Lions was by Luke Kyle and Dickey. So that's something that really stands out. I think it was that Stormers game that really sort of stamped his name down. Um, uh, We had a wee discussion about it, but we settled on Ken Owens. um, And he's not even in the 23. It's Kyle Sinclair's getting on the bench. So, um, yeah. And the back row, uh, we have Courtney Laws, Tom Curry and Jack Conan. And I'm looking at my handy sheet here. We've got one of those right, but not in the right number. So, you know. That still counts. It still, I'll take it, I'll take it. But yeah, we we had uh, Tom Curry at six, Hamish Watson at seven, Tilopi Philatow at eight. Uh, Tom Curry is actually going to be playing at seven. Uh, what, what do we make of that decision? Yeah, you know, uh, Definitely Tom Curry. He had to get in. Uh, he's 23 years old and he's played some fantastic rugby in his very short career so far. So it's fantastic to see him in. Uh, Courtney Laws, a little bit surprised, but he he is a fantastic rugby player. Hard, hard player. And he's re- he really makes those big, big tackles. And that's what you know the Lions need on Saturday. We really need someone to really bully the sort of back row and sort of get, get that advantage. 
little bit surprised about Jack Conan as well, but Warren Gatlin obviously sees a little bit more than us. Um, I I really thought Tulupe Falatau had done enough. But yet again, in 2013 and 17, he did play quite a lot of eight in the Test Series. So, yet again, it's good to see someone new in. And now let's have a look at the lock positions. I'm pleased to say we got this one 100% right. We've got uh, Maro Itoji and Alan Wynne-Jones starting at four and five. That's a strong lineup, isn't it? Yeah, it's, uh, yet again, the return of Alan Wynne-Jones is a big, big boost to the Lions. It's fantastic to see him back. He'll be going up against Franco Mostert. With, uh, alongside him, you've got Mario Toji, who's going up against a huge, absolutely ginormous South African lock of Ibn Etzebeth. So, we got that 100% correct. We did. That's, uh, that's really the proudest one. I mean, it was possibly the easiest one, providing Alan Wynne Jones was fit. It was a no brainer for that one, as far as I'm concerned. And let's turn our attention now to the bench. It, we've got a very strong bench. Well, as would befit Alliance Tour, which is the best of the best, we have a very, very strong bench. We've got Ken Owens, Rory Sutherland, Kyle Sinclair, Teg Byrne, Hamish Watson, Connor Murray, Owen Farrell and Liam Williams on the bench. All of these players can make a big impact coming off the bench at some point against South Africa. Yeah, you're absolutely correct. There is uh, just some fantastic names in there. We talked a lot about Roy Sutherland and Hamish Watson potentially starting in our prediction uh, last week and they made it into the bench. I can really see Rory Sutherland and Hamish Watson being the impact players coming off a bench. And also Kyle Sinclair, if the Lions need a bit of a boost. Uh, those are sort of my three sort of forwards coming off a bench will make a big impact. But Struan, uh, the backs? Yeah, I think Conor Murray was an interesting one. Obviously, we've spoken about how he was originally the captain, but then, of course, Alan Wynne Jones coming in. You know, he's had an okay tour so far Conor Murray but Owen, Owen Farrell I think is the interesting one from from our point of view because obviously a few shows ago we talked about him at length gave him quite a bit of praise and then he dropped an absolute disaster class made us look a bit silly and I'm not sure I think again we speak I speak all the time about leadership in a squad and I think he does bring that but at the same time I just don't think there's a case for him to be made in the starting 11 and I feel somebody like Finn Russell probably could make more of an impact if he is fit you're going back to football days, it's not 11, it's 15, Struan. Oh, it's 15. Oh, no. <laughs> did I, say, I didn't even know I did it. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. I was surprised about Owen Farrell. He's not really... You wouldn't think he would start on the bench. And I, I wouldn't have picked him on the bench personally for the number 10 spot. But he does have the advantage of he can't play 10 and 12. Uh, we'll just have to wait and see how... Dan Bigger and the sort of 10, 12 and 13 axis sort of go. But um, could Gatlin pick Russell on the bench next test if he's fit? Possibly. Could he pick Marcus Smith? I don't think so. He's not got a lot of experience. But I absolutely agree with Liam Williams being at 23. Um, if the Lions are struggling at the aerial battle... Uh, I think Liam Williams will make a big impact coming off a bench. Mm-hmm. 
he certainly will indeed I think it, we've now reached predictions time gentlemen Stephen can I have your score prediction for Lions versus South Africa first test from you please oh <laughs> oh that's hard one I think the Lions will win I think oh well, I have to give you a score prediction I think it will be 25 to the Lions 17 to the Springboks mm. I'm I'm going to unfortunately predict a South Africa victory here <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Going, we've differed for the first time here we go um, I'm going to go with 38-31 I'm hoping for a, a close one but I feel like now this is specific to my answer here. Now, you notice that's just seven points of a difference. I think it's going to be a really, really close game. And then there's going to be a try right at the end. That'll decide it. That's my... Well, you're predicting... You're almost looking... Uh, almost predicting the second test that broke Lions Hearts. Uh, last tours of Africa. It's very similar to what to happen. So you never know. History may repeat itself. In a way, I almost need it to because I'm, I'm absolutely getting destroyed in this predictions battle <laughs> <laughs> and that certainly leaves us looking forward to what should be an interesting match against South Africa thank you very much for listening we hope you've enjoyed listening to us and we hope you have a very good day thank you very much goodbye bye bye bye